babies. Thank you, Irene. Hey, Chris Mario? Glover. Nope. Nope. Mm. Peja? Nope. Jay Williams, baby. God damn, you look good, Bill. Thank you. God damn. Yeah. Thank you. You look really good. And you continue to switch locations, and it doesn't matter. It's still just coming in. You're just dripping I, sex. I, I don't even have that fucking weird light you guys make me use on either. <laughs> we don't make you do anything you don't you want. You guys make me use. <laughs> <laughs> you always yell at me when I'm in the dark, so... Yeah, well, we're doing a show with video, so yeah. I don't, I don't like. I hate light. I hate light. Yeah, you're you're a fucking <laughs> evil demon vampire. Uh, True fact, man. I fucking hate light. When I, especially like if I'm at home during the day or whatever, man. I got all the windows, the curtains closed. Like, well, that's not a light that, issue. That's just because you don't want anyone seeing inside the trash can. How can yeah. you see up top of my fucking house? I'm on the second floor. I actually like, thought he room. didn't want to look out and see like hoes. Like ratchet hosts <laughs> spitting out teeth or whatever. True. Getting punked on the uh, in Queens Landing. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, you just saw those two brats my neighbor brought home today. <laughs> Billy, bad words approved. <laughs> no. Ugh. Dude, bad words special. But it's a stabby neighbor who had the one that looked like po- Post Malone. Like, <laughs> the, the stabby neighbor. Yeah. He, the woman looked like Post Malone uh, as a girl. So yeah. man, he bangs yeah. nothing but trash. Like, hopefully he's not a listener. Lot lizard trash. <laughs> well, you know, to each their own. Everyone needs love, Bill. Everyone, yeah. even you. Look at look at how the stars have aligned for Billy Trash Can. Yeah, you go down to the basement for uh, for your boo. Well, that she's was actually not. A... She's actually not even here. I'm just I just enjoy this basement setup. I don't have to. Move it's it. dark. It's dark. Mm-hmm. There's no windows. Well, if I do it at the kitchen table, I always got to move it all the time. I figure if I just do this, uh, I, I don't have to move it anywhere. And it's just one setup. Just hook the computer up. Good to go. Podcast studio. Well, there you go. All right. Well, welcome to the Semi Sports Show. This is Wednesday edition, um, June 2nd. Ooh, good job. Thank I, you. Didn't know where, I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> I was almost in March. Welcome to the show. Uh, It's a celebration in June of uh, our me and Ray's birth month, so mm-hmm. I I want to hear some put some more respect on uh, June. Thank you, thank you. Um, happy <laughs> birthday! It's not a birthday yet. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Happy birthday! Uh, when's this Wednesday? Okay, I'll say Friday for. Oh, happy birthday to my wife. Which is actually your birthday. I don't really give a shit about your guys' birthday. What I do give a shit about is someone got uh, upset when we didn't wish him a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Bill, I do believe I got a lecture <laughs> at a show, and he prematurely made me say that was it. not me. That was that was Ray to, um, to wish me happy birthday, and nope. you said it's not my birthday yet. I will do that. I was not. I will do it when it's, it's his birthday, and then you did it anyway because you're a softy. Um, but not. I did not give you one on your birthday though. You already got one. <laughs> Fine, you got yours, bitch. That's tip. Sweet, that's all I want. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of soft, White Birch Brewing is—I don't know—that wasn't good. Goes down soft and smooth. Ooh, there you go. Mother. 
Uh, White Birch Brewing, head down. They're wide open. Of course, everything is open now. The world is coming back to normal. Go and get drunk and, and celebrate the fact, uh, but also drink responsibly, of course, uh, and do it wherever you want. Head on down to the tap room in Nashville, New Hampshire, Ray Address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Get yourself a flight. Get yourself some pints. They got new sours out. It's the summer months. Obviously, we know where you got big IPA fans everywhere. Uh, Ray, what's your favorite triple there? Something a lot more interesting. Triple That's IPA. The the beer. 11%. Yep. That's, That's what I tell your mom when I shut the lights off. <laughs> That's two mother jokes during our promo. Come on, guys. Bingo. Come on. Uh, if you don't get down to the tap room in Nashua, then find it in your local beer store. Uh, wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you white birch brewing. I uh, tell you what, I had a couple extra ones last night after that. Mm-hmm. After that heartbreaker. I mean, that's playoff hockey. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't, I wasn't totally heartbreaking. I mean, it was game two. They made the comeback. That's what hurts. You made the, you made the two goal comeback mm-hmm. in the third and then you, you give it up in overtime. Uh, obviously we're talking about the Bruins three to four loss in OT to the Islanders. Let's go through some of the biggest reasons why they lost, not counting the Islanders who I think, I don't know, that second period, what the Bruins just decided not to show they up. They didn't show up at all. I mean, you saw two, two goals, you know, and I think they added the third one in the sec, uh, third period, somewhere around there. So, I mean, you saw that two-goal lead. Actually, no, it was all three in the second. Sorry. Yeah, they never showed up. And I thought a little bit in the first, too, they only had six shots, but I thought they controlled the, the pace of play. I thought they were moving up. They weren't. They had a good shot attempt, but they weren't getting them on net. You know, I just – from probably midway through the first until – I don't know the last 10 minutes of the third. I thought the Islanders were the vastly better team. They were explosive. Varlamov could, uh, Varlamov, he uh-huh. could, Varlamov. Voldemort. The, I was, was just saying, is that the guy from the Harry Potter guy? Dude, he, he was lights out for them early. He was good. You know, that was he, a hell of a move by Trotz, I think, putting him, putting him. He in. had I mean, to. I mean, he was five and one with a one nine, six goals against average and a shutout against the Bruins this year. And he's over you know, two in the playoffs going into this series, not against the Bruins. And you well, saw he didn't a lot. Get game one start bill. So clearly didn't have to, he was straight. He rode the hot rookie. No, but he, he had to like after game one. fire, uh, giving up those ba- rebounds. So yeah, you know, I don't think, it, you know, it's not, um, I, I don't know why I give him too much credit, but it's not, totally a, a a common move that you see going to your your goaltender in the second game into a series i mean um but shit now i lost the first goaltender's name the rookie sorokin uh, sorokin he didn't he looked shaky but he didn't look terrible and he had just shut out the penguins you know so but anyway yeah i mean it was a good move and he clearly showed up that first coil goal was nasty but after that i mean martian and bergeron had really had to pick corners to 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 bury their pucks and everything else was, I mean, he was sturdy, man. He was steady. He was getting that, especially they had a couple of good, good plays on the power play. And then on four on four, you know, I mean, they had Krejci and Taylor Hall basically almost scored a goal on him and he was just lights out. Even Pasenak was all over the net last night, even though he took a fucking stupid penalty that kind of switched the momentum of that. But anyways, it was, yeah, I mean, he was lights out, you know, all night. And then he just, he was screened on those two goals late in the third, but I thought, he had a pretty decent look at him. So I thought he kind of, he saw some chinks in the armor there later on in the third, but then in overtime, you know, Islanders just picked it right back up. I mean, he was the main reason. I think he's one of the main reasons they won, you know, just, uh, it was, yeah. he was very, very good. Well, I think the biggest hole, uh, you know, and there had been, I guess you could say there, there, there had been a couple question marks surrounding the Bruins and their biggest, uh, the hole in their team. I think that's clearly defined. Their uh, their defense specifically their third pairing, but even 
second anyone other than McAvoy is their question mark, man. They have been in their own zone. They have been a nightmare and a heart attack to watch. And that's where you saw, you know, that that's a nightmare matchup for the Bruins. The Islanders are a very heavy for checking team. That's what they're known for. That's, that's how they get, put. they're not that skilled, but they get pucks on that, that way. And if, and you don't have a decor that can handle the puck inside their own fucking zone. Nope. That That's what you saw on multiple occasions last yeah. night, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I put down for my biggest uh, reasons for the loss was that defense sucked last night. The terrible turnovers. I mean, like you said, it's heart attack city watching these guys in their own end, just passing the puck around and making careless mistakes and turnovers all over the place. Not really helping out Tuca. McAvoy was the only saving grace, like you said. The other person I think that was terrible, Jake DeBrusque. I know we're going to get into it a little later, but Jake DeBrusque, he, he took that second line down. I mean, what Bill's been saying all along is that, you know, last year we only had one line beating a, like, taking on the other uh, teams like the lightning. And that's why we got uh, our asses handed to us. We had that breath of fresh air with J- uh, Taylor Hall coming here. You know, they look good with Krejci and Craig Smith. And then Craig Smith goes down. They put Jake DeBrus there and he held him back last night. And he really showed. He's not a playmaker. No, no. He's, he's not, not a playmaker fast. at all. Well, he's, he, can, he can skate. He can skate, but he's flip. not a playmaker. He beats the defense down the right side almost every time. And then he just backhanded it into the fucking, into the bullshit around the net. Like, yeah, that's yeah, fourth yeah. line material, man. Like you got mm-hmm. Taylor Hall diving at the net and you can't stop, he was a pivot, force last send it, too. send it to the middle. Like that's what you're used to seeing with Craig Smith. So, um, yeah, DeBrusque, look, I didn't hate the way he played. I just think he he's a fourth line player making three and a half million dollars. So that's why, that's why he shot. He, he shines in a negative way. And you're right, Ray, that second line, you're, we were used to seeing them buzz around the ice and Craig Smith get out there and making plays and Taylor Hall coming this close to, you know, really breaking loose here. And every time they, they had a break DeBrusque either lost it or just, you know, couldn't really. Uh, didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. He didn't know what he was doing. But well, just real the biggest, quick, Bill, yeah. uh, unless you had DeBrusque thought. Yeah. Yeah. So the second line, you know, was kind of held back, but you got to think too, Craig Smith, the loss of Craig Smith, you know, he's that net net front presence. You know, I was telling you guys earlier, DeBrusque is just not built for that. He's getting beat up in front of the net. He can't stand there and take the punishment like Craig Smith can. You know, you saw him retaliate on a bad play. You got five grand for a cross check to the back of the head, you know, in front of the net where he's trying to fight the for the guillotine. Puck. Yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. I can't believe the rest missed that, but they, you know, they highlighted that on the, on the broadcast too. But anyways, yeah, that, that's a big reason why Craig Smith's a big loss for this team right now. I mean, you know, even Nick Ritchie, but he couldn't stay on the ice either. He was in the fucking penalty box every other every other play. He's got so, lead in his skates, man. Yeah, but you need a guy like that with this line. Screens, that's how Hall and Krejci have been scoring with the screens in front of the net. DeBrusque is not that guy right now, and he's getting the shit kicked out of him in front of the net. He's not big and strong enough to handle it, what Craig Smith can handle. You're definitely holding it back. You need to you need to drop him down. Or yeah, hope he... God Craig Smith comes back this week. I mean, hopefully with the extra three days, two days off now. So, I mean, oh, he is a place. Well, I texted Saturday. you. I, we were talking. Obviously, I sent you my idea, uh, which I think is the best idea. I haven't heard anybody talk about it, and I'm not sure why. My idea is to put Coyle on Krejci's right-hand side, and you can do whatever the hell you want with the third and fourth. I dump DeBrusque and Richie. Give him Corrali on that third line. Let those guys, let those guys act as your fourth line in terms of – uh, you know, being big and, and energy, let Nick Ritchie go throw his body around. You know, Corrali can skate a little bit, but, you know, the less skilled guys, they can fly around and bring in the energy. That fourth line, I mean, wet, you know, Weggs is getting down there. He's creating Corrali. He's, he's playing too. hard. He's Corrali was hard. real. I thought Corrali was real. Lazar, great, yeah. Lazar's got skill. He can handle the puck. Um, so go give them Coleman or whoever if you want to put, I don't care, but the, you need production out of that second line. 
you know, Ray nailed it. When you put a DeBrusque on there, they almost, they don't, they almost went to zero. I mean, you know, you want to think Taylor Hall can lift him, but we've seen it with Krejci before. He needs two solid players around him. I'd give him Coyle. Coyle can play next to him. He's got speed. He's got skill. He can do the things that Craig Smith was doing. Um, that's what I do. And, and let those bottom two lines figure it out and let your top two lines carry you until Craig Smith comes back, yeah. which he should. It seems like a real bad, deep bruise that he just – I'm saying it's yeah, a he Charlie a, horse. He took a puck off the leg, right? So that's why yeah. it came out. So, I mean, yeah, but you saw even the Hall, Hall Krejci in the first game too. As soon as he went out, I mean, they haven't done shit in the two games. I mean, Hall, Hall had the, the empty netter. You know, they're playing like they got a man down. I mean, they're they're handicapped. With well, they had the chemistry with those three guys, like right away. Yeah, exactly. One is yeah, is what's huge. Buzzing, so man. I mean, I, I could I think it was, you know, you, you talk about like keeping Coil down. Like I'm not opposed. I I kind of want to see him up, move up and just stack two dominant lines if you can, especially the way Charlie Coyle. I've actually really liked the way he's played in this game. I, this series, I think he's got two two goals in he's the postseason. Performer, he's done he definitely is. Especially when he went 28 games without scoring a fucking goal. He disappears in the regular season. But you know what? He's throwing his body around. He's using his fucking speed. And I think that's why they're trying to keep him down there playing his natural position at center is to get – hopefully get something out of that third line. Because him and Richie have looked okay, especially since the trade deadline down there. So, I mean, you got to figure out a consistent way. Move Corrali up and put, you know, Charlie Coyle on that right wing, which has been happening lately. You know, especially yeah. after the trade deadline. So I, I just don't, I think that's why you're seeing it, but who knows? I'd like to see DeBrusque, not DeBrusque, but uh, McAvoy and Grizzlick. They need to, they stack that pairing going into game three. They, yeah, they got so away from it now. Quickly back to the defense. They were trying to hide Lausanne, mm-hmm. um, pairing him <laughs> with McAvoy. He was obviously a disaster. The, you know, the losing play is going to be highlighted, um, but they were a disaster in there. And the whole, I mean, he made a, he made a game saving play too. So give him a little bit of credit. He, he's just essentially a rookie. He's, He's in over his head. He's young. Yeah, and he's Bruce making, called him out hard after the game, too. He's probably going to get sat. You'll probably see Tenorti, Tenorti if, Kevin, yep. if Kevin Miller's not ready to come back. Uh, I thought Connor Clifton's play well, but he's a third-pairing guy. He makes the mis- same mistakes, too. And I can see what they're doing. They forecheck so heavy, the Islanders do, that the Bruins are constantly trying to go tape to tape and get and get some breakouts. And it's working here and there. The only problem is I don't think you have enough skill on that to do that consistently. So when you have guys like – Lazan trying to go across the ice, across your own crease to try and, you know, try and get a breakout. You're, you're asking for fucking trouble, man. You're asking for trouble. You have to like limit the capabilities of these guys. You, you know, yeah, you, you got, got McAvoy it. and Grizzly out there, tape to tape. Let's go. Let's get big. Let, you know, go fast, go hard. But your top two, Riley, Riley, too, is a very good puck. Bad, bad game. He's learning to fucking I, shoot. Yeah, Rich, you and I were bitching about it. I was bitching at the TV. All last night, just shoot the fucking puck, shoot the fuck. Like he had so so many open lanes, and they're trying to get too cute. They're they're too worried about that defensive system, dude. All they have to, I swear to God, just pump fake. They're getting the guys to fucking commit to the block, and then ju- oh, yeah, and then no. shoot. Like all you have to do, he has so wide open on half of those fucking shots. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, shoot the fucking puck. You saw some of the rebounds that was coming out, especially in the third period. They was getting some juicy fucking rebounds. And even in the first period, they, juicy rebound after juicy rebound, they could <laughs> not score. I call it juicy. I love That's it. That's what it is. It's I mean, a fucking juicy Riley, rebound. Riley's Learn out hockey, there with, Ray. Riley's out there with, with Carlo, who they're Carlo generally going to be bad. Last he was night bad, too. too, but they're generally going to be paired up with either the second line or the first line. They're, they're looking for offense from those guys. Just put it on his pads and let let your top players clean it up. They'll find the puck. They'll, they'll get it in there in the, you know, in the mess in front of the in front of the net. Yeah, though I mean, there was more than two times where that whole left side of, like, if he had any skill, he could have potted it on the left side of the net. 
in in other he tried to go around he tried to circle the fucking net yeah. oh, like, dude he did that like four on, times on net baby that's hockey oh. one one mm-hmm. yeah it yeah, was it was frustrating to watch especially in the the overtime you could just see it i just knew right they were up shot there. 16 to 2 oh. after marshan's goal yeah, you yeah. knew it was coming. It you reminded it me again coming. when they tied it against what Washington. I forget game three that went to double overtime, and they they were running for their lives, and that's the same exact thing that happened. Except they didn't flip the switch in overtime like they did against Washington. They just laid down and died. I mean, I took a lot of them to come back. I mean, Tuca, I don't think was great either. You know, and that that was a big problem too. And even in overtime, that's a fucking goal you got to save. That's yeah. a fourth. That's a fourth line winger. I don't give a shit if it's on a breakaway. You're one of the best goalies in the goddamn NHL. That's a goal you're supposed to fucking save. Yeah, I so know. He, he did it again. He did it again in second or third against uh, Barzell. Barzell missed the net. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. Barzell missed the net. Uh, that that should have been a goal. He, speaking of guys on islands, he was fucking phenomenal last mm-hmm. night. Yeah, he, he was so good. I wonder if the uh, Bruins so- ever had a chance to get him, Bill. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Speaking of Tuka Ray, uh, the uh, reports out today that dealing with injuries, nagging injuries, no one's saying anything. Cassidy said, "Yeah, you know, he's really vague with it, but obviously, but it was it's open." The back. That, yeah, he's, no, he's dealing with injuries. Um, all right, so we rag on Tuka. Uh, someone, I think, uh, did McDonald report in game that don't be yeah, surprised I text, if he's Swayman. Yeah, I texted you. That's where I was like, I saw it, and don't be surprised if he comes over the third. And I was like, and all to, right, to, there's no so way. So to Tuka's credit. He got it. Seems it like he was dealing with some back shit and he got it out. He had a bad second period. There was some bad those couple those couple goals were bad. Was slow. He looked real slow. And even the overtime goal, you're right. I think if he's 100 percent he shrugs that off. Or at least the second one was the worst. Yeah. I mean, he just yeah. that's soft that soft was can so get. Bad. The first one, his eyes were moving too far. He's just not locked in. He's clearly he's clearly dealing with something. This was this was the fear going in. When when's the when's the hook? Where's the hook? I think Cassidy has a short hook here. I think if you if see, he's truly hurt, yeah, if he's laboring. If he doesn't look right, and it's not going to look, he's not going to give up four goals in a period. He's not going to go completely shit. So Cassidy has to be able to identify that he's not right. And if Tuca's going to try and gut it out, then it has to be Cassidy's call. He's yeah. got to be able to say, "Look, man, let, you know, sorry, take a seat. We'll 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 reassess you in a game or two. Let's see the kid." And, yeah. Uh, Yep. You have to have a short leash moving forward with Tuca because I'm not saying it was his fault last night, but you got called out after the game by, by Cassidy. Yeah, I thought you gave him the first. I I, I give him a little bit of wee, leeway on the first. I thought it was a deflection. I know his eyes were moving. He was definitely wasn't seeing it. He was that you was know, kind a of looking, slow deflection. It was ball. a slow. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a bat. That yeah, it, the second I get one was the most worse. of his. Goal. I think That's the second one. But yeah, the second one was worse because it was the in his pads and he just let it slide through. Yeah, but. All, they, all of his goals pretty much in the playoffs for the most part, or 80% of them has been, have been tips. deflections yeah. and tips. So mm-hmm. that's that generally one, a good though, thing a, as a goalie, but yeah. that, that one last night, man, I, that one pissed me off. Maybe it's just me, but you watch yeah. his fucking eyes. Like, come look on, look at man. his eyes, Bill. I, <laughs> look wasn't, at his I eyes. wasn't as pissed. I wasn't as pissed. I was more pissed on the second one. Even the third one, I thought it was like, okay, he probably should have been there. I thought the leg, if he's healthy, at that point, if he's really battling something, that leg's going to get there across. You know, he, he just slid it on right on the ice. I mean, he didn't lift the puck at all. So, I mean, that right leg came over and probably made that safe. But, I mean, at that time, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll kind of give him that. But then the fourth goal, no, no, you, were, you weren't that great. I know you, you kind of saved him a little bit in the third period, but he wasn't great at all. Yeah. You know, I, people are the boohoo Tuka crew. I'm so sick and fucking tired of hearing you fucking pricks. Like, just stop and defending this-, this guy. I'll give him credit for, do, for fucking gutting it out. But, I mean, yeah, at some point, I'm expecting him not to be – I don't expect him to play on Thursday, and the only reason is because 
I think it's going to start flaring up. That back injury is going to be a problem. And if it's going to be a problem and he looks like shit and, you know, practice today and tomorrow or whatever day we're recording Tuesday, like there's, he's got to make that call early. You got to start. If you start seeing Halak in practice right now, then you see, then you're going to see a problem because now you're getting the third goalie ready. So that means Swayman is going to get the start. He sounded pretty confident. You know, we got a good backup. We're confident in our backup. You know, that, that right there, it kind of indicates to me that, you know, it's on the horizon. Yeah. If he's dealing with especially nagging injuries, that back, we've seen it. He played fucking 15 minutes and then went back out for another month. Like it's a back injury and a, a butterfly goalie. You know, you saw it mostly on the third goal when he was fucking on one leg trying to scoop himself up. There's a, yeah. there's an issue there and don't risk it as much as I think he's a, one of the keys to win the Stanley cup. No, you got if don't risk it. The quest. We need the quest. And, and I hate to caress, but I mean, he's your best <laughs> chance to, he's your best chance. And if he's, if he's truly it's, hurt, it's just really give him the, the game, give him the game. This is the team in series. You need him to go out there and pick. You got a defense that's reeling, you know, you're paid seven and a half million dollars, considered one of the best goalies of, of Bruins history. And one in of the, the best right now. playoff goalies of all time. Fucking, too percentage wise he is so uh yeah so you know blame the injury that's fine but they're gonna have to uh address it that's a lot of Bruins stock do you think uh so if they don't fix these if they don't you know if Craig Smith doesn't come back if Kevin Miller doesn't come back if Tuca is either not in or dealing with the injury do they still have enough is that can that first line get him through a series like this Yes. I, I'm not. I'm not letting him get him through. Uh, you know, the next round in the likes of the Lightning or or uh, Colorado and you know the upper echelons. But the Islanders are not that skilled. You know, can can the can the erection line turn it up an extra notch and win this thing in seven or something? Go ahead, Ray, so I can counter every one of your points. <clears throat> well, you said it last year, Bill, that 2019, uh, 2020, when we played the Lightning, that one line can't beat any team in the NHL. And now you're saying that the 2021 perfection line can go out there and beat this Islanders team that handily beat the Penguins and now is uh, beating the shit out of us constantly. So you think one line's going to be able to beat this team? I think the team as a whole, you lost in overtime last night and you didn't play your best game. If you play your best game in that second period, you're beating that team. Right. So, I mean, you're up to nothing going on the road. You split there. You're coming back up three, one Craig Smith's coming back. I would assume he's going to come back within the next one or two games. And then tell me how you're not. I mean, you still got Taylor Hall and David Krejci. Yeah. They didn't score a goal last night, but they were fucking flying all over the ice. I thought Taylor Hall was one of their best players and didn't show up on this, on the stat sheet for as far as points wise, he was throwing big hits. He was dangling the puck all over all night long. So, I mean, you, you're better than you were last year just because you have him on the, on your second line. That was so a little bit you, of a, a, a phrasing uh, uh, magic trick there for your right because I think they'll win, but not just – I think the first line will be the biggest reason they win. But, yeah, you got uh, – I think you're still a better well, fuck team. Fuck you guys, bad cop, bad cop. If Craig Smith doesn't come back, <laughs> if Craig Smith does not come back and Tukarask is hurt, I still think you're the better team is, was what I was getting at. If Kevin Miller doesn't come back, if Lozon is out there being an asshole – I still think you're the better team in seven. If all of those guys come back healthy and you can get it, I think you're the better team in five. That's what I said from the beginning of the series. I said so, six, but yeah, you're still So there I players. think even with the injuries and everything else, with the Hall addition, the way that they're playing, the way the first line's playing, which is fucking awesome, um, I think that you're good enough to beat this Islanders team. And maybe they catch a, a unlucky break and one of their guys goes down. So I mean, there's hockey. That first line is fucking buzzing right now. Even They're Dave so Pasnack, good. dude. Even Dave Pasnack, he's got what t- uh, ten points in seven games right now, five goals. 
I know he had three in one game, but he's the assists are coming too, and that line is just fucking That's flying. A, kind of a little bit of a classic Pasternak. This is going to be, it, but he's looked good. He's looked a lot. He better. has looked good, but this yeah. is going to be rubber hits the road. If you get in, you know, he did damage against the Caps in the early games. He had a hat trick in game one. Let me see you produce in six and seven. Yeah. That's always good. I'm still waiting for that. I think the difference this year too is I think he's he's healthy. You know, I think even last year, you'd say what you want, but he had offseason hip surgery. You know, so, I mean, there was something dogging him last year because he obviously didn't look right. He had a tummy ache, according to you guys, but it was clearly a hip injury. Or he stubbed his toe playing roller hockey. Yeah, either way. But I'm just saying, now he's healthy going into the playoffs. His confidence is back after kind of a lackluster regular season, you know, and he's on. No, he was better with the puck last night. You know, a couple bad plays early, but in the bad penalty. But other than that, I thought he was a good player. He was all over the ice, and he's good. He's what you need. That first yeah, line, that first line can carry you against the Islanders too. They're cooking. Uh, you know who's not cooking? The our loser, our loser city <laughs> bet is back, man. It's that, over. It's, it's over. over. You, you won. Got it. You got you it. Won. Toronto Congrats. is. <laughs> that is the worst city to be a fan of. I mean, uh, strictly for the Maple Leafs. Honestly, you could you know forget about the rest of the teams who are also bone crushingly, heart crushingly, depressingly bad. But oh my God, the Maple Leaves do it again. They <laughs> the blow Maple Leafs with a reason you're on that list too. I love it. Mm-hmm. And lose a game seven to the Montreal, the fifty nine point Montreal Canadiens and Carey Price, who actually does look legit again. But yeah. wow, wow. <laughs> First Marner. ten million dollar player to ever say, win a series. I'll give me a two toot on yeah. uh, on no, Austin. Yeah. I I he, that guy turtled like a one goal, seven assists for Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews in a seven game series, and then Jumbo Joe Thornton. I want to win a Stanley Cup. You go to fucking Toronto, dude. <laughs> Toronto. Dude. They're zero for eight in their last game sevens. They haven't won a series since two thousand four. Doesn't they want to come in 55 years. Yeah, what, 1969 or 60? Oh, nice. Dude, the best it is, part is that they pack ridiculous. the house. They're the most loyal fans. Like they, And there's so much money invested in that team. It's, it's the hardest ticket to get in the NHL. Dude, the best oh. thing was the, – the worst thing was is that they only had 500 of them stupid Toronto fans up in there because, God, I don't know, fucking Canada's on lockdown still. Well, God, yeah, God the Canadians had 2,500. Holy fuck. I just wanted to hear the cries and the 911 calls and just – Oh my God! It's just heartbreaking. You got it. it's just heartbreaking. They probably Those had a national fans. shutdown. And I of the fucking love it. Ugh, I love it. So this good. was the year. This was the fucking year. You got in a pussy ass division. You didn't have to play the Bruins, the Lightning, all these teams in your fucking division. The Pittsburgh Penguins, the Rangers, all these teams that you can't fucking beat in a seven game series in the playoffs. You had it easy this year. You had it so fucking easy. It was like that cupcake. You lose to the worst team in the playoffs. The worst (laughs) fucking team in the playoffs when you're up three to one. You scored three goals, two goals, and one goal in the last fucking three games to lose. Carey Price stood on his fucking head. I fucking love it. It I love it. And it's so weird. Uh, You know, I'm not, it's not even rooting for the Canadians. It's just rooting for the, the, Dismare, a dismantling of the Maple Leafs. It's God. I can't wait awesome. to hear how many hangings are going to happen up there from <laughs> fucking pe- Toronto fans just killing themselves again, again. Don't they just jump in the ice and freeze? Yes. I don't know. Um. Yeah. That is that is some I terrific things. I don't even know where they go from here. We don't have enough time to talk about it. Quickly uh, relocate. Boom. Done. Are you <laughs> fucking crazy? They're original six team, you idiot. They're not going. It's anywhere. a joke, you fucking idiot. Calm down. Calm God. down. Calm Jesus, down, Bill. Bill. We got them all right. Fucking up. Bill. Jesus Christ. It's a joke. You, I'm you angry. Is, 
you instill some serious hate and like hate joy. That's what Bill has right now. A yeah. real case of hate oh, joy. God, I'm so going to hate fuck your mom later, too. This will be great. <laughs> we won't ask which one. Uh, so you got Montreal <laughs> three-way in the Winnipeg Jets as the next series, which is not even worth Yuck. talking about or watching the two worst teams left in the playoffs. Um, whatever. You're not going to see either of them unless you get to the championship. So it doesn't matter. It's no, it, the, the good thing with Toronto, Toronto losing was now you avoid the avalanche or the golden Knights, or I should say the avalanche because they look like the best fucking team in hockey right now. I'm not sure yeah. who's going to stop them, but it sets you up for a rematch with the, uh, the Tampa Bay lightning who have your number the last couple of years. So, I mean, the, yeah. you got some tough series. This is, if you That'd can make more, it through the, uh, oh God, the lightning, would, would be more fun to talk about if you didn't yeah. if you didn't just blow an overtime game last night. So we'll save that talk. We'll try. We'll get through the Islanders before we go on from that. But uh, uh, rest and hearts and prayers, thoughts and prayers to uh, Toronto, the loserist of the. Loser why don't they cities. burn this shit down? They're in fucking quarantine. They can't do anything. Why aren't they out there just burning shit down? I think Canada Red Sox won the World who, Series. Uh, UNH burned to the ground. These fucking guys can't win a, a playoff series since 2004. Canada are I, executing people who don't follow the quarantine rules for mm-hmm, COVID. Mm-hmm. That is, I think that's uh, common law. Uh, all right, we got to breeze through some Celtics talk. And look, I had good Patriots porn for the end of this show that we might have to skip. We're doing so much damn hockey. Sorry. Uh, what big is game. it, Tuesday? We got Celtics-Nets game five. We're coming off the heels of another goddamn Kyrie. Antinous. <sighs> Just unbelievable. We talked about it on the Tuesday show. Um, since then we've had KG big baby, Cedric Maxwell, Paul Pierce. He called out Kyrie before, but, uh, obviously Kevin Garnett's the big one calling out Kyrie for stomping on the logo, which bill doesn't care about, which is kind of the general sentiment all around everybody that in principle, I don't care that you stomped on the logo. It's just the messenger. It's the messenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's what annoys me the most, but dude, go ahead. Remember JJ Watts spitting on the Patriots logo before that game. And then they shut his ass down. Yeah, no, like, yeah, I don't give a shit about the that. The easiest way to shut people up is to win. And your Celtics team was a, a raging disappointment. You got throttled in that game. Uh, it's just a two-faced fraud that Kyrie is. And but, if but you know how I did it post-game, not pre-game. Do that shit pre-game, and then I want to see the response from the Celtics because then I'll put some weight on that. Yeah, he's fully but it's expecting not he, to have to come back. He's a baby back, back bitch. Yeah, he's a baby back bitch. That's why he did it post-game. That's why I just I, I know that it's very, it's the unlikeliest of unlikely things to happen tonight that the Celtics win and they have to come back to Boston. God, I that can't be wait. So oh God, unbelievable! Oh my oh, God, yeah. I just hope it just rains bottles from everywhere. I don't even they care won't at this sell point. them. They won't even sell. No. They, it's a two two beer minimum. Everyone's all pissed off about that, but it's always been a rule. <laughs> yeah, what is what are people cr- crying about? It's not two beer minimum ever. You just can't. Get no, you five, just can't buy more time. than two beers. If you at have a time, two hands, that's all you can have. Anyway, so but do you guys? Ray, do you give it any shot? The, no, don't, not win, but do they? Does anyone come out and do something to send a message? Say nope. anything? Nope. This is the baby back bitch league. These guys are all turtle, and they're drinking Ky- Kyrie's Kool Aid, so they all respect him. So therefore, they won't do anything. They respect this guy, which I don't know why. Yeah. So no, they're not going to do anything. They're going to turtle. Yeah, that sucks. Baby back right. bitches. Uh, quickly, let's do a quick little uh, Red Sox talk. They got smoked by the Astros. They got three more against the Astros here coming up. They um, might get swept. Garcia you got to start tonight, worrying so. about Erod, man. Erod's 0-4 in his last four starts. Only 19 pitched. Seven walks. 8-6-9 ERA on the year. He's only averaging. Nice. Thank you. He's only averaging close to five innings pitched. Uh, 
He's got a five, six, four ERA. You know, this guy's supposed to be your number one. Uh, luckily, you're getting, I gave you guys, you know, kind of the basic baseball stats for their starting. It's not for their sustainable, rotation. though. Lucky, you know, you got a Pavetta who's 6-0. Uh, Martin Perez is kind of doing what Martin Perez does. Mid-three ERA, goes out there. Five innings. innings. Yep. Uh, Garrett Richards suddenly has become. But he hasn't looked that good lately. It, injury is waiting to happen on him. But I'll give you something on Erod. You know, his breakout year 2019. He was five and four with a five point four six ERA and finished nineteen and six. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year, but there is a kind of a little track record of him starting a little slow. And I know you know he was four and zero, five and zero in April. So I mean, I, I understand, but you know there is a little bit of a track record there. You know his last full season in the majors was you know he was top finished top six in Cy right. Young voting, going for 20, 20, 20, uh, 20 games. Bill's goddamn optimism on Eduardo Rodriguez. You know, he's, he's got a hard on for him spitting on the graves of Maple Leafs fans, but he loves Eduardo Rodriguez. It's my guy. It's my team, bro. Come on. Oh, is he on your fantasy team? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that, that says it all, doesn't it? That says it all right there. Um, well, the, the only good news here, we, and we'll move on. We'll do some more Red Sox talk um, you know, after the Celtics get bounced out tonight. Uh, Chris Sale looks like he's coming back sooner rather than later. Uh, Tony Mass had a decent article in 98.5, considering using him as a as your kind of main uh, middle relief guy going three, four innings like they're using in like now and um, the Whitlock kid. So if you can get him back and get some steady innings out of him, um, yeah, you know, you might be in OK shape, but you're right. I mean, they're still going to need help. They got to go. They got to go be buyers at the deadline and, and bring. Yeah. Them. And the problem is, you know, but they have I, nothing I, to buy with. Yeah. I read that same article. They have nothing to buy with. Go get the money, baby. The Red Sox, they got the money, money, but they don't have the prospects. Bloom's trying to build up prospects. But you think what the Dodgers are doing tonight with David Price, Tampa Bay is notorious for bullpen games. You know, yeah. get them to start, get them go two, three, four innings. Then you got Whitlock, you got Andruzzi, and then you could probably go right to Barnes if it all goes well. I mean, that's what you want. Then you say, I mean, if you look at the pattern Whitlock's going right now is every three, four days, you put fucking sale right on that same pattern. Then you're, you're guaranteed to go from one, one guy to the next, and you can even flip off them for, for starts. Yep. You know, just put them in and so you can get them in uh, sale in different situations. I mean, they're not going to run them out there mid inning or any of that shit. They're going to start start the inning with them. But I mean, bullpen games, if that if that's what it takes, go to a six man rotation, make the six one a bullpen. Then you, you're preserving Garrett Richards, who's a big fucking injury liability. Martin Perez is going to fucking at some point implode. Everyone's he, an injury liability in 2021 Major League Baseball. Well, All dude, not Garrett guys. Richards and Nate Devaldi are huge. That's what I'm saying. So you can stretch it out, especially getting sale back. You know, yeah. bull, those bullpen games are coming norm because then you got you're not facing the guys three times in the lineup. So yeah, yeah, we hate it that that that's but in 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 practicality and in reality, this year for the Boston Red Sox who are fighting for the playoffs, yeah, I'd love to see it work, and that that might be that's probably the, their best path right now, other than going out there and and paying for a bad contract and hoping something works out. So, uh, real quick to end the show, let's just do. I, I sent you guys a couple links here. Haven't done a lot of Patriots talk, but we're getting some stuff out of camp. It's what I would call Patriot porn. We've been, we're pretty hard on our athletes here, and this show is uh, rather negative. So pretty hard this on porn is, stars too. This is positive stuff. The first one I had was Edelman was uh, did some interview and and talked about Brady, which I did not want to bring up, but he did talk about his film session with Belichick. Oh, this I one, loved yeah. This yeah. One evolving, <laughs> I read that this morning. <laughs> he got in a fight with Stefan Gilmore at practice. When I first read this, I assumed it was going to be from when he was young. 
But no, no, it was, it was like, like I got to fight with Gilmore at practice. Yeah, it was first season. And Belichick just played it on loop like 45 times in complete silence. And then what, what the are fuck you is fucking wrong doing? with you? Are you a fucking tough guy? We can't fucking be doing this shit out there. But then he secretly loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this, he this... loves those guys when they fight practice. He's oh, all yeah. those old, all those old Patriots of the old, the old two, old three teams, all those fucking early dynasty teams, all said the same shit. He yeah. loved when they started a fucking fist fight in practice. Master loved manipulator, it. the best wide receiver on the team, the Super Bowl MVP is getting called out for fighting in practice, and not only called out, all time too, making them <laughs> making them watch the in silence. That's awesome. Forty-five times in a the row. The best thing was he's like, "You're not a tough guy." <laughs> <laughs> you're not a tough guy you yeah. fucking pussy you look like you're oh you think you're a tough guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely you look yeah i can i can read about that shit all day uh the other thing i can read about hunter henry the new prize tight end speaking uh, of drinking the kool-aid jesus he gave a quote i'll see if i can pull it up quickly about uh belichick and mcdaniels um here it is uh quote hunter henry on the outside looking in obviously they're great coaches and then when you get hands on with them, they're phenomenal as well. <laughs> Even more than you think. They're the two best football minds football can offer. So just trying to pick as much as I can from them and continue to learn. Yeah, that's right, Hunter. That's Good. right. Drink baby. the fucking Kool-Aid. I, I want him to succeed so bad. He's, yeah. he's, he's a guy to do it. Just run that two tight end offense. Like, oh my God. So and resign. You, oh, just well, every three years, that's fine. That's probably what his shelf life is, anyway. So then, true. yeah. <laughs> the other one here, uh, this was a little, this was a little bit older, but I am so anti Dolphins and all the these Tua. fucking people that continue to say the Dolphins are going to make a run for the last the, twenty years. The angry Don't troll really gets in your fucking head, get man. It, man. Tua Tagovailoa, the starting quarterback, the number what was he number? Uh, when did Six, they pick him? Five. Top 10 quarterback pick from Alabama came out and said, Herbert I didn't, six. I did not know the play sheet last year as a starting quarterback in the NFL, the <laughs> franchise quarterback going in. And it's Dude, not like he just I, I like, started guys, a, lot, a handful of games. They gave him the state yeah. pulled Ryan Fitzpatrick and gave him the reins. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the problem when they were winning. Yeah. I think he was on the table, but until uh rapey McWatson over there went all rapey, <laughs> I mean, that just ruined that plan. Because I guarantee that was the, that was the plan. You mentioned it. I, I guarantee they 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 loaded up to get those picks, and that's the reason they traded out a three, right? They took all that shit. I mean, that's what happened, right? Allegedly, yeah. sorry, allegedly. I hope that's their plan. Because if their plan was Tua, then uh, you are the same old Dolphins. They're also first. They're wholesale. Watson their captains. stop raping bitches, and then maybe their plan will come to fruition. Did that right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was a that was Those a rap lyric. So actually, it'll 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 fly. Uh, last one here: Ernie Adams handpicked their sixth round wide receiver Trey Nixon out of Central Florida. This is a longer article, but it's Patriots, it's Patriots porn. Is you know this is the best kept secret in the draft as far oh, yeah, as Ernie I read Adams and the Patriots are concerned. Supposed to be a fourth round pick, <laughs> Trey Nixon. Uh, Bill Ray, I know that he was your sleeper to make the team and and be be the oh, guy. Yeah. He's, He's the next Edelman, him. right? He's the next Edelman, next slot guy. Short white guy. Patriots bake these guys fucking superstars. Here we go. He is fast as shit. And their yeah. wide receiving core sucks. He probably uh-huh. beats on to kill Harry. Oh, anyone. I think Bill could. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't lift my arm, dude. Neither can kill. This has been the Civil Mind Sports Show, Wednesday edition, June 2nd, season two, Bill. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Bye bye.
season two means we've done this for a year. Now we're yeah, no shit. I know what it fucking means, Ray. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Just didn't know if you knew. Just helping you out, baby. That's all. All right, I'm gonna get a beer. Enjoy.